Welcome to another episode of Just Ask Rethinking Development. I'm your host, Greg Jeffrey, with Catholic Development Group. With me today is Brian Wilburn, the Director of Development for the St. Paul Newman Center on the campus of North Dakota State University. And you know, Brian, um, when I think about my uh, avocation as a musician, one of the things Mm -hmm. I learned early on is that nobody wants you (laughs) until everybody wants you. Uh, Oh, man. Nobody wants you until everybody wants you. And that's the story I think you're going to tell today regarding your experience of eight years at the St. Paul Newman Center. Yeah, nobody wants you, and then everybody wants you. I wish that I could tell my high school self that, because I think I was in the nobody wants you, and I don't. I guess I don't know if I ever left that. Anyway, digress. Um, yeah, <laughs> so the story, well, we just came off of a big month, as uh, the listeners following this probably know, I was gone, um, but it's been kind of a, a hit and miss with us on this podcast, because we have been... We just wrapped up the dedication of the new St. Paul's Newman Center, which was a $40 million undertaking to build a new church, 450-plus seat church, a brand new center, um, tens of thousands of square feet, um, offices, parish hall that seats 325, and an 83-bed faith-based apartment attached. (sighs) I'm out of breath here. But it's, um, yeah, it was an eight eight and a half year undertaking eight and a half years of fundraising just fundraising to make this happen and to your point greg when we started it it really felt like that nobody uh nobody knew us nobody in a sense almost wanted this um and in in a sense from the big community a lot of people had uh, this is going to be kind of all over here sometimes when you start a project you probably know this, Greg. People always assume they're like, oh, well, especially if you start to raise real money, everyone's like, oh, is it is it the typical players? You know, you're in Fargo. It's got to be, you know, these five people, right? Those are the ones that have, have done this. And the funny thing we said at the beginning was no, because for us, all those five people told us no to our face. <laughs> Serious? No, that's a part of the story I wasn't aware of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at, you know, you initially kind of draft up your board. And honestly, you know, if you're a Catholic charity, right, um, you are not Catholic charities, but a Catholic charity, you are typically going to look at those Catholic philanthropists within your region that are the people that are the top dogs. There's a reason that they are because they're, they are experienced philanthropists. So you're kind of crazy to not approach those people. So, of course, we asked, but when we started this, we were a little old, you know, little old Newman Center. We had a center. We'd been around as a, you know, since 1928 as a building since 1958. But honestly, people just assumed it was kind of two trains of thoughts. One, oh, that's just another parish in town on the north side. Or two, I mean, you're just like a little center there with, you know, kind of almost like a hobby thing for students while, while they're in college, right? It's exactly how people saw it. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and, the, and the facilities were dumpy. Super. Uh, super dumpy, you know. I mean, you were never going to see a fire start there because of all the asbestos. But unfortunately, that also meant we didn't get insurance money. Hey, hey. But um, no, I mean, that we went to all those people, Greg, at the beginning. And yeah, pretty much to a man, it was no... No, 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 no. You know, I actually find that encouraging. Mm-hmm. 
Because um, I'm getting some no's too in a current campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's, but I mean they're big. And but what I, was their reasoning? What was what, what was the reason that that they were giving you? No? I got two questions. What was your reason at the time, and did they eventually come around? Well, this is an interesting thing, and I think that um, part of this you spoke to this well in the last episode you did on your own. There, you dirty dog, you keeping uh, keeping this thing going on your own. But no, it was a great episode. I listened to it and you hit a point where you said um, initially you start a campaign. It's the hardest because you are asking, you're going to go ask for their best gift, but you're not ready to get their best gift and they're not ready to give you their best gift. And so you're going to hear no. So let me say this. We heard no from some people that eventually we went back to and then started to hear yes. So and some people said. So just to interrupt a little bit. The last podcast we did, I spoke about why the first capital campaign is so difficult. Mm-hmm. And this was your first capital campaign. Right. And here you are. Is it really $40 million? Yeah. Yeah. We've raised roughly about $40 million almost. Last I, like last week, it was like $32 million. I mean, the yeah. number just keeps going up. <laughs> I swear you guys have a printing press no, somewhere in the basement. No. Well, I mean, you know, it, it has... Uh, it's... Yeah, I mean... But anyway, I digress. Going back to the topic. Praise so God. Went, it's been really good. You went to people. They originally told you no, but eventually you cycled back and they said yes. What was the difference between those two conversations? Well, honestly, okay. So here's the thing. Um, I'm trying to think here without, you know, making sure that I can still get invited to go eat with people at Maxwell's and not, you know, mm-hmm. uh, have, to, have to hide my face. Um, why did people say no? I don't blame some of them. I mean... Whenever you start a campaign, get ready because it'll never be the time. So credit to Father Cheney. He just decided it's Newman's time and we're going to do this thing. And thank you for the bishop. He let us start because you have to get that approval for us. But then um, it was kind of like, a well, have fun, guys. You know, and we had one guy he committed to, you know, I think it was he gave us $50,000 at the start. And that was a lot to us that we were like, whoa, and it still is a lot. You know, 50,000 is a great gift. Um, But he gave us that and he tells us always when he sees us, he said, when I gave you that, you guys left here. It was at the time it was father and my predecessor, Kyle Yeager, but I came to know this guy, but he said, you got, they left here. And I said, well, you know, it's kind of like Princess Bride. Have fun storming the castle. You think they have a chance? It would take a miracle. It was kind of, right. do you get that reference, Greg? Did oh, I finally, absolutely. I finally got a reference for you. Yes. It, well, I don't get the reference, but I get, oh, I get the sentiment. From okay. The donor okay. Because they're, they're giving you like a test gift. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, they didn't really believe this thing had a snowball's chance no. in hell, but they were willing to step out a little bit on the dance floor and give you fifty grand yeah. to see, you know, where this thing was going to yeah. go, it's just to give you some encouragement. Yeah. Okay. It, so that was, yeah. I mean, that, but that's that. His thought was a lot of people's thought because when he, he gave it, he said, "I gave that to you, thinking, well, I love this guy, you know, for father. I'm going to give him this gift, but poor guy, he hasn't got a chance. Like, there's there no way." under under the sun that they're going to make this happen um and that was when we went to i think a lot of the major philanthropists again they thought that we were either just another parish what are you doing trying to do something so grand or two you know you're just a little place be happy with what you have stop trying to (laughs) quit trying to change the world quit you know this this grand vision you have is is crazy town but again credit to father for seeing um and the staff we all you know got in and believe in it we saw where we were going. We saw the fruit of the ministry and we thought, why, you know, 
it's like, why look at this and say, we're getting a great piece of the pie. Why not make the pie bigger and get an even bigger piece of that in terms of involvement and evangelization? So I think, you know, some people, they just didn't get that part. When I say the word evangelization, that part was like, they're like, I don't, what are you talking about? You know, you're Catholic, you have a building already and you sit there and wait for people to come. And we're like, that's, that's not what we're about here. Right. So the takeaway so far is when you started out, it's like you probably had a hell of a time trying to get appointments. Mm-hmm. When you got the appointment, you got a little pat on the head and ushered out the door. And right. here's a here's a little gift for you. Be well. Go on your way. Yeah. But it wasn't the, the kind of investment no. level gifts that, that people were capable of, right? No. Because people hadn't developed a really belief that this was actually going to happen. What was what was holding you back was the belief in the donors that the 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 the, the, the goal was so grand, so big, so mm-hmm. monstrous that uh-huh, yeah, I you know am I am I throwing good money after bad? Right? Is, is it actually going to see the, the could have been day, yeah, right? you know? But you told me before we turned the recorder on here mm. that just last week, former governor Ed Schaefer, former governor of North Dakota, had a very nice comment that you, you wanted to share with our listeners. Yeah, and if you're out there listening, Ed, because I know you're probably a weekly listener, I just want to direct this to you. Um, yeah, no, I guess he had a conversation with one of our priests recently and, and um, uh, had expressed, you know, admiration for what's happened there and I believe said that he would like to come see it. So if you're there, it's an invitation. Absolutely, you can come see it. <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, um, I guess, flattering that, you know, someone like Ed Schaefer would be interested to come over and, and take a look at the Newman Center. Nobody wanted to come over and take a look at the old Newman Center. That's right. not something you would have heard. Um, but just to say, yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of highlights how you go from unknown to all of a sudden being a charity that people see and they really are. Um, I'm trying to not sound like overly bragging because that's not what I'm going for here. But just it, it still to me is very shocking when I, you know, I still have this mentality of like, you want to talk to me? What? You know, like, or, oh. <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, you know, you, you've made, you, we've made it big. I mean, you, or we've become a known charity, but I still, we don't see ourselves that way. We just still see it as, you know, we're here, we're carrying out our mission. We're still going to, you know, go out. I'm, I'm kind of going here. It's still hard to think when you call someone that they actually even know what the Newman Center is. I still think when I'm making a call, you know, I need to talk to them about, hey, this is what it is. But now, you know, people, when you call and they're like, oh, yeah, the Newman Center. And it's like, whoa, that's still a shock to me. Mm-hmm. Still a shock to me. So that just to say, I guess, encouragement, you're out there at the charity um, doing a campaign uh, and really starting to when you finally can get over that hurdle, and especially when you can get those first major gifts, um, it really can start momentum. And, um, you know, down the road, I think... I don't know, how do you put it? Success breeds success. Um, people, once they once they see that it's a reality or once they've seen the reality of what you've done, and I would say for us, um, the heart of what we do is is the mission. When people come and see the students, when they come to our banquet, the firsthand experience, right? When they hear the students, again, I hear people say things like someone told me that just last our banquet the other week, they said, Brian, I was in tears listening to those testimonies. When they hear that and see that, it changes everything. Um, it they see what their investment is going to do. And for your charity, I'm sure it's the same when they, when they can get that experience to see what you do, it changes things. That said, the physical, another, another physical representation of that 
is we built a very beautiful facility. And I think when people drive by that, it gets, they're excited. You know, I think if we'd have built a pizza hut, you know, of a church, Mm -hmm. people would have been like, oh, that's nice. Good for you guys. But I think we built something that is really a statement of the beauty of Catholicism and people are responding to that. Like they, they're like, I want to come in there and see that. And I think that's cool because it's almost like the curiosity people have, maybe going too far, the curiosity people have of, of the, of the sacred, right. Of God. Like, I want, what is that? I want to know that. Well, for those people who don't live in Fargo and haven't seen the, the, the Newman Center yet, it's located right kitty corner across the street from the grand yeah. entrance to North Dakota State University. Yeah. So it's just like you couldn't find a better location. And it's just, and you come across uh, the 12th Avenue Bridge, and the first thing you see is the steeple. I mean, it just calls out to you, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, when I think about your success and I think about what was the the emotional underpinning that caused so many people eventually to to want to believe. Because I think from the very beginning, Brian, I have to, my gut tells me people wanted to believe, they didn't dare believe, right? Mm. And what is it that they wanted to believe? I think what you tapped into with your mission at, at North Dakota State University's Newman Center, what you tapped into with your mission is this sadness mixed with hope the people of my generation, the 60-plus generation, feel when we see children, grandchildren, nieces and nephews all abandoning the church and abandoning the faith. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what you brought to the table wasn't just a beautiful building. You brought to the table a remedy for that ache. Right. You were a balm for that ache. And that's why when I went to your dedication, by the way, I should tell people, I just crashed the party. I did. You know, I didn't give enough to get the invitation. Ah, uh... <laughs> no, but it was it was a public. It was a mass, and I know as a Catholic, all masses are public. So I I walked into the to the church, and I actually had a fundraising event that night. So I couldn't have said yes to you anyway if you okay. had invited yeah. me formally. Um, but I did make it in in time to receive communion. I have to tell you, when I walked through the doors and I saw the glory and the splendor of that church. I was just, I was verklempt the whole night. And when I saw you and I saw, I'm just saying, when yeah. I saw you and I saw Father Cheney and I heard Father Cheney's words, what it really spoke to was the power of just belief and faith, you mm-hmm. know, that the church renews itself. And what you were able to do with that project is you are central, absolutely central to the renewal of faith here in the Diocese of Fargo. See, I'm getting verklempt all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. I mean, to hear you to hear you say that, Greg, I mean, that, yeah, I guess it's funny, right? You just start off with a vision, and we wanted to build, we knew that our mission needed to, to go this direction. We knew that we needed to to do this to serve the our, our community and our students, um, but you almost like God's using it in a way you didn't even intend, but as we've seen where it's gone, like you say, I mean, yeah, that's... That's awesome to hear. It could be a renewal of the whole of the whole church. Yeah, and I just want the, to to conclude this podcast. I just want to um, do a shout out of encouragement to anybody that's in their very first capital campaign, like you were, and just remind people that nobody wants you until everybody wants you. <laughs> and right now, everybody wants to be a part of the Newman Center because they see what's happening. They see that you've been able to fulfill your promises that were made to the donors the building yeah. is up and guess what 
build it and they will come. They come. They came. They've come. They're coming. Yeah, they're coming. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Brian, let's wrap it up for this week. Thank you. We've gone a little long, but that's good. It was a beautiful story, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.